if there ain't enough sun, you need to add light. And today on the Backyard Gardens podcast, we're going to be talking about all things grow lights. Just in time to get your seeds started for spring. That's right. We're counting down to right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening. We're your hosts, Ben and Batavia, and you can find me gardening in the country. And you'll find me gardening in the city. Get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening where we learn to grow and grow for change. There is nothing more confusing to me than grow lights and gardening, I believe. I'm not confused at all about it now that I understand it. Yeah. <laughs> Going into it? Oh, good yeah. gosh. <laughs> I know. Buying your first set of grow lights is a nightmare. But technology has made it easier and more confusing. So we're going to try and <laughs> break that down as best we can, along with some suggestions. I'd say, are you cool with some suggestions? Absolutely. That's all I ever have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. All right. Before we get started, everybody, um, if you do feel so inclined, please become a patron to help support our show. It is how we continue this gardening journey with you guys and share your stories and our stories and all that good stuff. So uh, links are down below. And if you want to make a one-time donation, there's also a link below for that. Um, anything is helpful. And we thank you so much. This is a self-funded show and we just want to keep it on the air for you guys. And quite frankly, I enjoy talking to Batavia on here. So there's that. Keep the party going. That's an old joke. All right. All right. Some, some folks will pick up on that. Other folks will Google it and say, okay, I get it. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google it, but I liked it. How's that? Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Yep. So, um, I mean, you, you use grow lights, obviously, right? Or, or I actually, I take that back. Are you a windowsill sill, um, seed starter? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I am not. And I actually, I wasn't convinced that really was like effective. I've not done it, but I have seen people that get from the point of starting seeds to planting in their garden with success. I mean, I don't know if they, everything was a great success, but like tomato plants and cucumbers indoors. So, um, yeah. I've not done it, but I have seen some good results from it. Yeah. I always had, um, negative effect with that. So mm -hmm. it did not mm -hmm. pan out for me whatsoever. And I've even gone as far to say, <clears throat> and I've been, slightly ridiculed a couple times which is quite all right but you know i don't recommend doing it at all because it just kind of, it's it's difficult you know what i mean i feel like it starts your seeds off in a in a weak state is that mm. you know what i mean yeah i mean i could imagine that you're definitely not getting the consistency of light from a window indoors as you are from a artificial light that's on for X number of hours, right? And we know that the better case scenario is outdoors and the sunlight for X number of hours, but we're doing this at a time where that's really not an option for some of us. Right. Um, so if we talk about good, better, best, right? You know, um, I don't know if I want to say, you know, 
and windowsill is good but for this conversation right in this moment yeah better actual artificial lights for like 16 hours best outdoors baby where everything wants to be and grow yeah i mean the whole thing is the sun is obviously it's extremely strong Mm -hmm. but windows and i know like for instance like car windows all car windows have a natural amount of tint added to them Mm-hmm. So it cuts the UV coming in and I'm not sure about house windows, but I would not put it past them for that, especially like newer windows because you want energy efficiency and all that yeah. stuff. So you yeah. can continue to cut down and unless you live in a house of windows, you know, you're going to get a minimum exposure to the sun through that, mm-hmm. you know, through that part of the day. So it's, it's kind of difficult to say if it's going to be, extremely effective or not i mean you can always try it but for the sake of this conversation and basically all seed starting that i do which i started last year 100 percent of my garden from seed for the first time i can say (laughs) that was a resounding (laughs) bell i can say that um grow lights are a must but you don't have to buy the most expensive grow light ever made either and and my I will have this argument throughout the show that you in fact should not buy the most expensive grow light. So a couple of things there. Um, I am only going to start seeds using what I call grow lights, but technically that's not the way they're branded. Um, however, I do want to be very conscious, and I love that we're at the beginning of the, the year and we're talking about kind of the beginning of starting many of our gardens. These costs start to add up. Right? They do. You know, so you may not have or need a full like shelf of lights like some of us have, the two of us here. Um, that may not be it. But even one single light is an expense where a windowsill is, is uh, free. Yeah. Right. Um, and the note, though, is and this is a cautionary tale. Um, I feel strongly in just two years that. And even not even doing windowsill, right? Uh, From what I know from all of the years of gardening, I feel strongly that you'll have a stronger plant if it has that consistent light and darkness as we often uh, give it when we have either things on a timer or if you're lucky enough to be diligent and turn lights on and off, you know. um, If you're that person, I would like to shake your hand personally. If you're diligent and never forget, I would love to shake your hand because you are the king or queen, whatever, of efficiency. But that's not me. So <laughs> it ain't me either, man. <laughs> I can't even remember to have ice cream on the nights I plan to have ice cream. And come on, if I can't remember that. Yeah. This is ice cream season for me too. So isn't it kind of weird though? Same it for, is. Well, that's not true. There's no yeah. specific season for me. Yeah. It's I don't, my it's too hot one, here. Number one favorite dessert. The ice cream? Sweet treat. Like that's the first and number one. I don't know, man. I got pretty hooked on pies last year. I will have to say, <laughs> I will have to say, yeah, it's, um, you know, so if you're curious <clears throat> and at some point during the episode, if you want to refer to the grow lights that I use, they're in the Amazon list and do you, are your grow lights in the Amazon list, Batavia? I think I still owe you some links for the ones that I okay. use. Well, by the time you listen to this, that um, Batavia's grow lights will be in the Amazon list as well. Should be. 
Should, no, they will be. We'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or something comparable to what you use. Is that New Year, New Ben? That's New Year, New Ben. New I'm Year, efficient. New Batavia is looking away and saying, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it, because I think it's important to, because, you know, we get the question a lot like, what, well, what do you use? What do you use? So that'll just kind of set you up. So it'll give you something to look at. And there's a specific reason why I chose mine and it's it's gonna you're gonna hear this a lot throughout this episode is efficiency. So it's either space or energy or time or something like that because the less friction that you have in these endeavors, my feeling is the less friction you have, the more you are um you know, the more chances you have of actually doing that task or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it's yeah. a lot more you know likely that you will complete that task and go through it and something as simple as a timer for instance changed the game for me like i didn't used to use a timer and i would have you know three days going and my, my seeds were just growing and growing and then i'd turn them off and i'd forget so that was a, an early lesson i had mm-hmm. but um you know as i go online and i looked for a long time at growing at grow lights and I would watch videos and stuff. I saw a plethora of different people using different things. And when I lived in Massachusetts, we had a medical marijuana license. And this is when I really used a full blown system to completely grow a plant from seed all the way to harvest mm-hmm. inside complete harvest and the different techniques I used and stuff like that and the different light bulbs. And you know, you would be, you're going to be shocked at what we you can get away with using. So you don't have to have some, you know, crazy fancy system mm-hmm. with cooling yeah. fans and, you know, converters and, you know, multi-spectrum colors and all this stuff. Like that's not necessary and it's sexy, but it's confusing as hell. So we're going to, you know, we're going to break all that down. And I mean, we are, again, as we do on almost every single episode, we're talking about the home gardener. We're talking about all of you folks that either want to have or have a backyard garden and you special, special, special friends of mine yeah. that have, can you guess? A Go front yard it. garden. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm joking. And Because um, also- I do have favorites. Just, I mean, I'm just saying. And uh, I have favorite listeners. I'm just saying. Fast track way to get there is digging up in your front yard. I don't like it. I don't like it, but I'll accept it. How's that? (laughs) So also, um, this is, I'm going to be, I lost my train of thought. I'm going to be multitasking throughout this episode. I just want to be clear about this. So I have the recipe of the day, which will come towards the end. And I don't know what it is. So as we're doing this show, I'm going to be coming up with my recipe that I want to share with you. So. There's that. Mm-hmm. But um, let's take this break and then we're going to come back and we're going to jump right into grow lights and hopefully demystify them for you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. We want everybody to have a garden and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck. 
So is this your first system of grow lights that you're using? The original system, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm on my third at this point. And that's because I had trial and error. But, um, well, I, I mean, I've expanded because that's the way I roll. Um, but no, it's still the same kind of sh- the structure, the pieces and the parts and all of that. And I really I'm glad that I've not had to make adjustments only because um, it takes me so long to make decisions like this because I don't want to have to like do replacements later. Yeah. Um, and once I kind of finally settle in, it feels good. I mean, this is the third year, basically. Yeah, um, and based I've on what we're talking yeah and based on what we're talking about like this isn't there's not real wear and tear here like i should be growing using this system um unless something bigger and better comes along for you know all the live long day you um so what kind of bulb are you using I'm glad that you mentioned that all of the tapping was me trying to pull up on the interweb, um, <laughs> the references to what I've, I've purchased. So I don't know exactly what you're asking. So I'm going to say some words, which are going to be, it's going to be an answer at some point to your question. Um, I am using lead versus fluorescent bulbs. LED. Um, is it, do I, every time is this with me, right? Yeah. Is it LED. not lead? Is it LED? It's an abbreviation. Yeah. Light okay. emitting diodes. Can, can I say both? I'm using No, don't both say lead. Things. Don't say lead because it might drive me crazy. <laughs> so LED seems like a longer road there, but okay, new year, new me. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call them the thing that they're actually called and say LED, that's fine by me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, LED. Um, I You want to talk about like Kelvin ratings and stuff like that? Um, Not right now. Okay. So I thought you were using um, CFL bulbs. Is that fluorescent? Yeah, fluorescent bulbs. Yeah, I know you thought that. Okay. Did you switch or... Okay. No, you've you've continued to think that. I, yeah, I've I must have because we had this talk last year. Interesting. Yeah. So I use LED as well, um, which stands for the record, light emitting diode. And the reason... I didn't know that. Yeah. And so the reason why I wanted you to say LED is because when you say LED, the first thing that comes to people's minds is efficiency. Mm-hmm. It's cost mm-hmm. less to run... Yeah. Yeah. these bulbs so they there's two things about them too they don't let off heat as much heat let's mm-hmm. put it i still think they let off some heat but and they're energy efficient so mm-hmm. the problem is they come in all kinds of colors they come in all kinds of like wattages and all this mm-hmm. stuff and it gets like super confusing now when i was growing um the reefer up north we used cfl bulbs the curly bulbs that you put inside of your um, your lamps. Mm-hmm. And they work great because I had read like these grow. You just need to use a whole lot of them. What are you laughing at? Your, your reference to reefer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That takes me back to every like older aunt and uncle. Like That's why I said I it. I feel like there's a disco ball. I just I feel like. <laughs> Welcome to the 60s. Like, I love it. It just it tickles me so. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, the reefers. Uh huh. <laughs> that was my first journey into it. So, that's your first low cost option is the regular, but you could pull them out of your light bulb, your lamps, plug them in, yep. and you can grow. The only thing is, I had to get like little splitters and stuff, which cost like 59 cents to put like two or three bulbs inside of one, um, 
you know, one socket to get enough mm-hmm. light, but that was definitely an option. My problem with that, and this is, you know, it just wasn't clean looking and it got confusing to me about like, where does this cord go? This, you know, there's yeah. a lot of cords and stuff like yeah. that. So I wanted a nice clean looking system. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I bought this is something that's in your house and like months and months and months. Right. right? And I want to be clear to, um, all the CIAs and FBI's and everything that I live in North Carolina and do not do that anymore. So, you know, thank you for that. But, you know, when we, you start growing, what's the most common question you think somebody asks about getting a light? Well, actually the more common question or the, the confusion around it is when I even talk about starting the plants indoors. So like at the very, very beginning, Right. You know, so if I'm out in the front yard and because I mean, that's where most of my tr- foot traffic is. So I get most of the on site questions like in the front yard and, you know, just general questions around like, oh, how long have they been growing? And I say, oh, yeah, I start them indoors, you know, and it's like, wait, what? Like, I don't quite understand that, you know, yeah. um, the lights is probably um, the expense and it's not necessarily a question. It's probably more of a comment. Like, oh, it must be expensive to, you know, have all those lights on all the time. Yeah. So have you done the calculations for how much your lights cost? Um, you mean like the electric bill? Yeah. No, I have not. And I will so, not. So I've done it for mine. Mm-hmm. So um, I have six grow lights total and the cost is 25 cents a day to mm-hmm. run them. Um, no, 15 cents a day. I'm sorry. Okay. So there is a little bit of a cost. But when I fast forward and I think about what am I doing with that money, mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. it's a no brainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, that also includes running the fans as well for them, mm-hmm. which we'll get into that at a later date. You know, we're this is kind of kicking off our seed starting series. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back to that. But for the lights. So, you know, you can think about it like that. So, you know, the LED lights are extremely efficient and. If it took the fans out of the equation, I'd probably be pennies a day. Yeah. You know, and I'm running lights 18 hours a day. Yeah. Um, I love that you've done. I'm not going to do the math, but I love yeah. that you broke it down by the day because you could have just told us like a year. But um, I knew you knew me. Let's, you know, supposed to do that, that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for the lights, I just as a footnote, I would love, love at some point in my gardening career to do like a full cost analysis. Um, Ooh, that's scary. Yeah, no, but you see how I didn't, it's not on a three year scale or a schedule, like not even that, like at some point I'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a pipe dream. I don't know. Um, because of the work that would be associated with it. Like, you know, it's not that difficult from an ability standpoint, but again, there's a level of discipline and calculations there and making sure you're calculating everything. Um, and I, I didn't do it because in part or just minimally the electric bill. So I can look at January, 2020, January, 2021, those years I had lights on, maybe not January, but you get my point versus January, 2019 when I didn't, you know? And so there are other things that obviously contribute to it, but I could get a general feel for like, how much is that? You know, how much more is that? Um, But it's not going to stop me from what I'm, doing no. so and then also but that's um, always a concern is how much is it to run it you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that there is there are two things that 
So I do want to say this just because we're getting into, you know, this is an expense that maybe some people aren't incurring right now. So there is the hard fact that you're going to produce food, right? Mm -hmm. So anything that you contribute to that, you know, the return on that investment is you get food out of this. But then there's also the part where I still describe part of my garden joy as a hobby. Right. right? And so you also anyone that has a hobby, you put some money into it. It may be little or nothing, or maybe a lot. And so I kind of, you know, um, think about it in that way. And that makes me okay with whatever I'm spending on it. So that's my piece. Yeah. And another thing too, is are the lights expensive? I've been waiting on you to get here. Come on now. Let's come on. Well, I was waiting on you to finish your spiel. So, (laughs) I mean, how much did you pay for your lights? I was trying to look that up. Um, So I'm going to go with like a singular. um, So there's the actual bulb and then there's the shop light piece of it. I don't know what it's called. The reciprocal, 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 yeah, whatever. And so um, that is the single one when I bought them a couple of years back was $14.99. So 15 bucks and it holds two bulbs. Okay. And I'd say, um, if I do some rough math, the bulbs were about $15, the two bulbs. So, you know, I bought like a contractor's pack, if you will. And the price for the LED bulbs was about seven fifty each. So you roll it up. So basically one, I hate that you made me do that math. So it's about 30 bucks. Right. Um, and the whole thing so came I would, out of it cheaper than I did. So I would hope I don't have to like that money is spent it's sunk to cost for me right. and i don't have to spend that again now there, there's a multiplier there clearly because i have more than one but there you go well okay so how many do you have though i don't know i don't i haven't counted um one two five ten shit let's get out of my business like- yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so i have i have six Wait, did, fi- you, did you hear did you hear the five ten and, and i realized that i wasn't done and so yeah yeah uh, <laughs> So I have six fixtures and they cost me, um, I just looked on the Amazon list what the same product is and it's $90. Mm-hmm. So honestly, what cost me more was the shelves that I put the seedlings on than the mm-hmm. lights. Yeah. Okay. Now you can go on, you can get, you know, especially if you go LED, you can get five, $600 lights, no problem. But here's the thing, because now we're going to kind of get right into like wattages and stuff like that is you have high powered lights and there are uses for them but for seedlings man they can you can fry a seedling mm-hmm. okay now when i was growing um with the cfl bulbs up in massachusetts when i lived up there you know you would it's just like people say you start the lights low right on top of them and then you raise them as they get higher as they get mm-hmm. taller and taller right well that's some that's how i was used to growing and if you get i saw somebody a very um big time gardener on YouTube and he had a seed set up and he had one of those super high power led lights and he had his light four or five feet above Mm -hmm. the top of the seedlings because it was so strong. Oh, okay. Yeah. So to me, that doesn't really work because I need to save my space. I want to be efficient with my space. Mm -hmm. So that's why these lights that I use, they're a simple LED strip that go down the fixture and you put them in and then you, um, 
I mean, I keep them an inch off the top, you know, a couple mm-hmm. inches mm-hmm. off the top and then I can raise them up. So each shelf, I can grow a plant from seedling all the way to taking it outside to harden off with this one thing without having maximum space. If I had that guy's light that he had, I could only grow a third of what I grow in my house. So yeah. let that sink in for a second about how that works. And that light that he looked, I looked it up, it was $800. So at some point, does he feel like he needs to do that? Is he flexing? Did somebody give him that light to review Mm-hmm, or what mm-hmm. have you you know what i mean like there's some kind yeah. of way because i just don't see the benefit in that do you yeah i struggle with it as well because I, if i pair it back and that's the reason why i started with a single light fixture which goes across so the met for me it measures at four feet wide right and so that long. fits the shelving yes thank you long that fits the shelving unit that i had well yeah you're right four feet long and if it's right. shelving unit that i have and two lights go into it you know, if you have a small garden, you could grow, you know, start dozens of seeds mm-hmm. with that single light. So, again, if we look at the kind of minimal cost, if you want to invest in this, it could be that. Now, I am quoting pricing from 2018, 2019, and we kind of know how that goes. Everything has an increase, but a lot of things have. Right. So, um I said inflation is the highest has been in 40 years, just for the record. So, yeah. So, I well, I looked at the lights, interestingly enough. The lights online look to be the same price that I paid. It looks like the recip the um, fixture, it looks like that may be a little bit more expensive from, you know, where I bought them from and what I paid for them previously. Um, but either way, it, it's um, absolutely, I think, the part where I wanted you to go earlier, I believe it's absolutely still a true statement that led lights aren't as expensive as they were years ago Mm-mm. right and i know that a lot of people use fluorescent lights years ago because it was just more cost effective you know and now the the bridge the gap between those two products it's closing as far as cost right well yeah and one of the things about fluorescent lights is they actually lose their strength over time so you have to actually replace the bulbs now, I'm not so convinced that the LED lights won't do that, especially the ones because, you know, the ones that I have on there, they're a cheaper one. And I've been using them for a couple of years now. But I think that when it comes down to it, they're longer lasting either way. Like they might lose their mm-hmm. efficacy if that's I think that's a word efficacy over time but i think it would be a much more gradual loss for whatever it's worth i've not replaced the bulb in now the third year i mean it's pretty pretty much like what your you know regular lamp bulbs like you get a lot of use out of them yeah Um, these bulbs are on a lot longer than any other light in my house though you know just to note that um and i'm pretty clumsy if that's a fun fact you'd like to know about me. So as, you know, careful as I try to be, I've dropped the whole kind of setup before and I've not had, you know, bulbs blow or anything. So um, I feel pretty fortunate. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's anything in particular with my exact bulb. You know, I just think they're pretty durable. Right. And what I in- encourage people to do is um, not get real hung up on the amount of wattages because I'm not prepared to speak a whole lot about it. And the reason... <laughs> don't, don't get hung up on it because I'm not prepared to speak about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's one reason. But I mean, honestly, because like the lights that I have, I have them pulled up right here. 
It's um, they're four feet. They're two hundred and fifty-two watts, six by forty-two watt. Okay, so I mean that can mean a bunch of different things. You know, if you go and look up other lights, I can't even. I'm not even going to begin to start going down that rabbit hole. You can get thousand watts, eight hundred watts, you know, mm-hmm. nine hundred, whatever. And everybody thinks stronger is better, but I argue the difference because, again, with these lights, I can keep them right off the top of the plants and raise them up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then another thing too that's really common with LED lights, and the, I want to say the reason why we're focusing on LED lights is because they're the most prominent. And they're the most yeah, complicated. Yeah. Um, is color the color spectrum within those LED lights? Mm-hmm. Uh, what color are your LED lights? Um, it's close to white as you'd think. Uh, it's more yeah. of a daylight light. So it's not the purple. No, it's not. Yeah. So that's that was, where I was intentional. I didn't want that. Yeah. So I did not want that when I got my first um, kind of. You know, a generation ago, I got the purple ones and I had them set up and they worked fine because I had read that, oh, you want the purple spectrum. You know, you want them a, a very blue spectrum to give, you know, the, the plant receives the light spectrum and different colors in order to grow. So I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I want. And then I grew, I used it and I was like, it, it gives me a headache. I don't. And the biggest problem other than the headache was I never got to see the green of the leaves ever. They don't show the green of the leaves. It's like a washed out bluish purple the whole time. (laughs) And um, I started looking around and then I noticed that with a lot of lights, they actually give you yellow glasses to wear with them to combat you feeling (laughs) nauseous, dizziness, headaches and all that stuff. And it made me feel like I was crazy having them on in my house. So uh-huh, uh-huh. I had to scrap that. And luckily I was like building a more elaborate setup. And I was really upset because I was like, oh, I can just add on to it. And then I came to the conclusion that no, I needed to buy all new lights. Mm-hmm. So I got just your regular, you know, I think they're like a yellow tinted and they work absolutely fine. So there's no issue there. So a lot of times when you start looking into lights, you don't get hung up in the color spectrum. You definitely want to look and say like, hey, does it say that it's a sunlight replacement or a grow light of some sort? That's fine. But if you're going to have to look at the lights and they're going to be on in your house, I would highly recommend to not get the purple lights. Your plants will grow just fine without them. Yeah, the um, a lot of the home improvement stores and their electrical aisles, you'll see like an example of how bright or, you know, if it's cool or if it's bright or if it's a soft mm-hmm. light. Um, I do just want to read something from the interweb and this kind of helped guide me when I was trying to understand. And it's about lumens and, and Kelvin ratings. And I don't understand it any more than I figured out which numbers I, I wanted to target. Mm-hmm. And this is, I'm going to echo Ben's point, like, I'm not, I wouldn't, if I know what I know now, I probably wouldn't worry so much about it, but I do want to share with you. So a lumen is a unit of measurement that measures how bright a bulb is, right? Mm -hmm. And then the Kelvin rating, that really is talking about the color of the light, you know, Mm -hmm. how yellow or blue the bulb is. And so the ones that I researched and I went with another gardener's recommendation back when I was looking into this in 18 or 19, 1819, yeah, that sounds right, um, was at least 2,000 lumens, right? And then at least 
four to five thousand for a Kelvin rating because that gets closer to daylight, right? Like mm-hmm. you're trying to mimic daylight, which I find ironic because um, you have actual lights that are labeled grow lights that don't look anything like the daylight. But again, that's getting more complex than I want to understand or that I understand. But I wanted to kind of share that fast detail with y'all. Right. And Kelvin, so like for me, it's a little confusing because the lower numbers in the lights are the more yellow color. But in a camera, it's the opposite way. Uh So... Like if I had to take my camera and look at my light, it would be, I would say roughly around 5,100 Kelvin, Mm -hmm, but my mm -hmm. lights are 2,900 Kelvin. Mm -hmm. So, and that just means there's a little bit of a a yellow tint to them. Mm -hmm, It's nice, comfortable to look at. No, nothing crazy, you know, insanity. And, you know, for some plants, you know, again, I'll go back to, you know, the reefer, the Kelvin does make a difference for that mm-hmm. because it's a it's a completely different plant. It triggers light is what triggers that plant to flower. So it will not flower unless it gets less than 12 hours of daylight and the daylight is a higher Kelvin or mm-hmm. yeah, more lower more yellow, so lower Kelvin. So there's that, but as far as like vegetables and stuff like that goes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you're not going to get anything crazy as long as you look up grow light. You know what I mean? And if we go back to the idea of, um, you know, that (laughs) um, we're still trying to get close to what nature does, but we're not going to mimic it. Right. Um, And I think the thought that I had earlier that I lost is. You know, your setup could be very different if you're, you know, going to market with your vegetables, you know, or if the quantity is so much greater. Right. Um, for me, and this is a great note, my lights and I setup is still in my basement and it's not like a family room type basement. It's really, really functional down there. And so I'm only looking at that light while I'm down there checking on plants while I'm down there when I go to do laundry or something, you know, so it's not an interruption, you know, so the brightness or whatever the color lights are, it doesn't matter as much to me when it comes to like everyday living. Cause I think you mentioned before, like it, your light setup is like off the kitchen or in the living room or something. Yeah. And that is a pretty, I mean, that's a pretty significant amount of light that's sitting in your everyday living space, you know? So, yeah, no, you're exact matters. It does matter. And I mean, if you think about it, if you go throughout the day out, let's, let's step outside of the house for a minute Mm -hmm. and let's look, let's look at the sun. If you just go outside and look throughout the day, the Kelvin changes throughout the day. It's going to be much warmer Kelvin at night in the morning and in the evening, in the middle of the day, it's that more blue light coming down. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, your plants outside, they get a range of different Kelvins throughout the yeah. day. Yeah. And that's not up to us to mimic that. Do not think that I'm saying we need to mimic that. Yeah. Because what are we talking about here? We're talking about starting seeds. We're not talking about growing a full tomato plant in the yeah. house all the way to harvest. That's not what we're discussing yeah. at all. I'm sure that you could still, I'm I'm 90%, 95% sure you could still use these same lights for that. But what we're talking about is getting a plant from seed to planting outside. And then we'll let God take over after that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? As far as the light goes. So 
you know, let's let's remember what the goal is here when we're buying our lights and looking at them. And, you know, you have your Kelvin, you have your um, lumens, which is the amount of light. And then I think that goes hand in hand with wattage. So mm-hmm. you can kind of look at your wattages if you want. But again, I would be very careful of like high wattages. And I'm going to tell you one more, more thing why. Because if you're looking for higher wattage lights, you're going to pay more. And then you're going to come across cheaper lights that are, quite frankly, they're Chinese made lights that are known to overheat or catch fire. And because they need to have cooling systems built into them. And it's just not necessary for what you're doing. There, I mean, I think there is a, for me, there is a level of like, I want to get what's minimally viable here to get the job done that I'm trying to do. Right. I yeah. don't need this to be elaborate. The quantity that I, that I have supports both growing a lot of starting a lot of flowers and a lot of uh, vegetables. That's it. That's all. That's the reason why there is, you know, $30 times X. That's the reason yeah. I at this point, I still have two different shelving units. One one I already had, right? So again, sunk costs and one that I purchased for the purpose of this. Um, and that's a little bit out of convenience because I don't have to worry as much around things that are growing at different rates, if you will, and having to move a lot around. Um, but like, I'm, I'm not saying cheap, but this doesn't feel to me like a place you want to kind of ball out when it comes to the expense. There are other places you can do that in your garden or yeah. around the garden. This really isn't it. It's not well, necessary. And, no. And again, I mean, I told you, you can start with the regular bulbs using your lamps. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's always that option. So if you think about, if you just step away and I mean, exactly what Batavia said, think about what I just said. If you can use that, then think about what you can use otherwise. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it yeah. doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I'm a big proponent of the LED lights be- just because of the efficiency of them and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I, I support that completely. And, I th- and the longevity of it too, because replacing bulbs can get very expensive. I mean, let's just say that you did have what I thought you had, mm-hmm. you know, the fluorescent light bulbs, which would work fine, but you bought them four years ago and then it was time to replace them with the rate of inflation right now yeah. you could be paying i mean i've seen stuff double in price in the stores mm-hmm. so think mm-hmm. about that sticker shock you have that reoccurring price every year that's crazy nobody yeah. wants to pay a reoccurring well i guess i gotta go buy a new light mine's you know not it's still on but it's not strong enough like that just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me and there's not as far as I'm aware, there's no countdown. Like you turn the bulb, you turn the light on one day and it's just not on. Right? Yeah. So now you have, hopefully you're in a place where you can move some things around to get the plants that are there. They're not going to die without, you know, light for a day, but now you're on the hunt. This isn't something that you really want to put off for next year to have replacement lights put in. Right. No. So, um, that is to know. So I do want to tell this story. I've shared it before. Um, for me, I wanted, um, lights so the fixture I wanted it to have a plug and after my hours of research after consulting people at two different home improvement stores after doing the walk like oh you should be in this aisle after getting the recommended 
you know, um, light package. I got home, unpacked it, and it was like wired. Like I, I would have had to wire it in. And that's mm-hmm. not what this gal is doing. Right. So um, is there an outlet on the box that you're buying? <laughs> then yeah. yeah, I think that's a good thing. And the other thing that's really cool about these and this, I just use a regular shop light. Right. So the reciprocal, I think that's the way you say the word, but you guys know what I mean, is a regular shop light. And then I put these bulbs, these LED bulbs inside of it. But they also come with the string thingamajig. What's the um, the chain link that I can just basically hook to the shelving unit, the wired shelving unit I'm using. So, it can so it's hang really, down. really convenient. No, I love it. No, I'm saying so it can hang down lower. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you said you hate that. Yeah. yeah. So so it could hang down and it's very easy for me to adjust it where if it starts off lower, it makes it much easier for me to kind of wrap the uh, chain around the wire to bring it up, to bring it up, to bring it up. Um, so to same your same point where I start those seeds, I may move them around based on, again, the progression of plants. They stay on those same shelves with those same lights until they're ready to go outside. You know? Yeah. So. I do the same thing. I have mine on little chains. I made them and then I just lift them up. So when I was recommended, when I got the recommendation recommendation and and I purchased the other lights that I didn't realize didn't have a plug, then I had to go over to the hardware aisle to get the, the chains like, yeah, you could do this. And it's like, all right, well, it go into the hole and you know, it's a whole thing. So I had all of this stuff and I came home and got in my little workshop area in the basement and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm I'm not splitting wires and I'm not like, that's not what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah. And that's a, and that's a, you bring up a good point point when you go to these places i always think about parks and recreation when he goes in there and and ron swanson in there and they're like can i help you he's like i know more than you and walks off because man they will steer you in the bad path and i know that some of you may work there and not not everybody's like that but i've had people like because they're knowledgeable they steer you in a path that you just don't want to go down just like that like who wants to wire in something like because let's face it you're wiring in lights that's going to be around moisture okay that's not something that if you don't know what you're doing you do not need to tackle that task whatsoever i do not know what i'm doing yeah. It is not a task I should be tackling. And it's no. not a task I needed to. I can't remember for certain, but I'm pretty sure the price was pretty comparable. It wasn't like to get the plug, it was that much more, you know. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, are we doing like yeah. the whole, we're not doing the whole like setup. That's next week, right? Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah, no, we're just okay. talking about lights right now because... Honestly, I feel I get more. I mean, you know, a shelf is a shelf is a shelf, but I Mm -hmm. get more questions about lights and people asking questions about them in general that it's just for me, it just makes sense to kind of explain it this way, because you can figure out you could seriously figure out everything else. But when it came to lights, I feel like that is the one thing that could stop people from starting seeds in their house. Personally, it, I was, it's, you know, I mean, I'm going to guess that everyone listening to this episode, like 95 percent of people are new here. So I'm not going to tell them all the things that everyone else knows about me, like the, the nervousness around starting things that are new. But I was so close. I went back and forth, back and forth at the end of 2019. 
no, at the end of 2018 going into 2000. That's not right. I got that all wrong. Anyway, the end of the year before I started Seeds, that was in 2019 going into 2020. And I was just like, well, maybe not. I had so many actual packages of Seeds and I felt like I had already made that commitment. Like I got to do this, but I was really intimidated by it. This was before you and I met, so I didn't have you to lean on. Uh, I was really intimidated. There was so much information out there. It just, and it's so crazy because they're freaking lights, you know? But this, again, I didn't even realize 10 years ago in my garden that people were starting these plants indoors, right? So this was, while I've known for a number of years before I actually did it myself, it's still this thing like, it must be this whole big, like, you know, elaborate. No, it's really not. You in your opening, you talked about us demystifying it, and that's my great hope as far as what we've done. And I do agree that the biggest um, concern for me was, am I getting the proper lights? And a bunch of lights are the proper lights, from what I've right. learned over these last handful of years. Well, and as as much as everybody loves the information age that we're in, honestly, I think it confuses people more because you go to look up what kind of grow light should I get, and then you just get barrage of information not only do you get information but you get information that you do not need and people end up overspending their money i mean you know whether i like it or not right now i mean i'm basically homesteading my house i'm i've on this gardening podcast and everything like the garden is my life i live and die by the garden basically and i went through and bought a $90 set of six lights to put on my plants to grow them. So when I say live and die by the garden, I mean, you know what I mean? That's like a big, big, big part of my life. So I like when you go extreme. I'm just giving yeah. you a, a look to acknowledge you went extreme. I know. And I like it. <laughs> but it's just what I'm saying is it's just it's very important to me that my garden takes off. And I mean, if you listen to this show at all, you know how I feel. So that being said, like I could have bought a $500 light, but there's no point. There's zero point in that. So don't get confused. And if you can't afford a light and you don't like, I mean, get some little curly lights and you can get those little, um, you get CFL bulbs and get those silver domes, you know, shop domes, shop light mm-hmm. domes that you can plug a bulb in, buy you a 50 cent splitter, put two bulbs in there, plug it up, hang it up. I mean, you know, you get a couple of those and you're good. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of options you can do, but. Yeah. And what you do today doesn't have to be your forever setup. No. You know, I, so. I started with CFL bulbs. I went to the blue or purple bulb um, LEDs and now I'm on and I'm extremely happy with what I have now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm on that as well. So, yeah. you know, I've done over in I base I like to look at it like I did the research the hard way you know as soon <laughs> yeah, as I plugged yeah. in those purple lights I was like fuck this yeah. is terrible you know what I mean I was yeah. like this is I had to set them to come on at night so we wouldn't see them it was so mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm. I hated growing and then that year my ceilings didn't do well well yeah because I yeah, just I mean, didn't want to take care of them don't let this be the reason for the season? No, no, no. Don't let this be the the thing that stops you. Yeah. Right. If 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 you have the budget to do it, don't let the initial Google search that gives you 15 different things, don't let that be the reason that stops you. And if you've gotten here to this part of the episode, it's my hope that you now have information that you're armed with 
and you can go out and get the thing that you really need. Yeah. Well, if you've made it this far in the episode, (laughs) then you know that you're going to hear my recipe of the day. If you guys want some Backyard Gardens gear, go to the link below and check out our t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and other gear. All purchases go towards helping to support the show, so thank you so much in advance, and we hope you enjoy. We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners. Okay, so I'm going to give you this recipe right now. And basically, you may already know how to cook it. So it's a reminder to get your ass in the kitchen and make this delicious recipe this winter. So the past um, two weeks, we make a menu. And sometimes it bleeds over. But a lot of times when it bleeds over into the second week, someone will be like, oh, I don't want that meal again. Mm-hmm. And I made um, stroganoff. Mm-hmm. So and everybody wanted it two weeks in a row. So I'm like, hey, why not? But I make my stroganoff a little bit different because I am a gardener and I put my vegetables in there. So what we do is use beef, clearly. Right. I I didn't say beef stroganoff. I know you didn't. I said stroganoff. I'm just clarifying. So obviously you can use beef if you'd like. You can figure that out on your own because I don't eat it. Um, But you take two onions. We caramelize them. We put in mushrooms. If you grow them, great. If you don't, fine. And then we put in a green. So right now we're using kale. So we'll put that in after the onions cook down, the mushrooms cook down. We'll add in the kale. Um, we devein the kale. So that's when we take the stock complete. We cut it completely out of it, 100%. So it's nothing but the leaf. And then we'll, what is it called? Chiffonade cut it or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm sure. talking about? I mean, no, but it's thinly I like sliced. That you went for it. Mm-hmm. I, I went all in on that one. I'm <laughs> probably highly embarrassed, but that's okay. You thinly slice the, uh, the kale and put it in. And then we put in peas, and we happen to have peas. We have one sandwich baggie of peas from this year. So we've been putting them in. And then if you wanted to do something like a potato or a parsnip or something, you could definitely add that in. But we get a pack of Lipton's. Um, French onion soup mix, put that in. I put in a lot of pepper and Mm. then we add water, about a half a cup of water just to get a nice little stew going. Let it simmer and we add in uh, sour cream about, I usually just guesstimate, I'd say about a cup of sour cream in there and then we add more pepper and then we just cook it down, let it kind of marinate a little bit, add it to some noodles or rice Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. It's good, yeah. But the greens are a nice touch, and we'll use um, you know, like vegetarian meat in there. I actually thought about putting shrimp in there, but pulled back mm. off that one. Well, the the, uh, the gravies are what I love about dishes like that. Um, yeah, I'm big gravy fan. Big mm-hmm. gravy fan. Mm-hmm. It's not on one of my lists of like favorite things, but it it probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> you should come down and have it with me sometime. It'd yeah, be good. man. I'm sure I'd enjoy. But, you know, if you want to add beef, you can. I use, like I said, I use vegetarian meat, but it's mm-hmm. super quick. It takes like maybe th- 20 minutes to cook. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's a nice warming dish. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. It was perfect for what we had because we, never mind. 
I was just, <laughs> well, I'll tell you. We still haven't turned our heat on yet because it hasn't been quite cold enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, we're definitely like wrapped up in blankets a little bit. It's not been overly cold in the house, but every once in a while it will start eating something warming like that. Yeah. Would be good. But when I got my $60 power bill, I was like, yeah, we finna use these blankets a little <laughs> bit more, boy. <laughs> like, I am all about this situation. Yeah, we, um, you know, like it's about monthly we have for my, you know, regular everyday work, we have a um, employee meeting, like all all employees, like I don't know, they call them a bunch of different things. And <clears throat> as we were transitioning out of fall into winter, I was just like, they're going to, because for those meetings, we, um, I at least and others turn on our cameras, right? And so I'm like, they're going to get every bit of the layer of scarf, the blanket, you know, the, I haven't gotten into footies yet, but you know, you're going to see all of this because this is how I'm living and this is how I'm working. So definitely my, um, I come from a people that believe that if you're cold, you should put more clothes on in the house. Yeah. That's uh, how we are. So, so, um, even though I'm tempted sometimes, like I never walk around barefoot as an example in the house because you should put something on your feet. And, um, this is a couple of weeks ago. I put on some shorts, like, you know, I was just, I wasn't going outside. I just had some shorts on inside and I was miserable. I had to like put on like a <laughs> pair of jogging pants on top of the shorts. Like <laughs> I was miserable. <laughs> yeah. Miserable. Uh, this is, you know, again, a couple of weeks ago. So that like before the new year, cause I wasn't in new year, new me, I probably would have felt differently about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm barefoot all the time, as much as I can be. So I don't. But I will say this: the colder it gets, and the older I get, the more I will put on socks and stuff like that in the house. Yeah. I need a pair. I need a good solid pair of house socks. That's what I need. Yeah. So the first layer of defense for feet, the way from like growing up, and you know, you don't take everything that you you know the ways of your childhood forward but it's house shoes like there i actually have a pair of pretty worn in crocs that i normally wear around the house this is different than my garden crocs and that's different than my running errand crocs so So i'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now have you looked at the price of crocs lately no, I haven't. Oh, I had, you know, my. I did look at them in like 2020, like in the midst of the pandemic. I'm not sure why, but I remember looking at them then and saying, where did I buy mine from? Because there's no way I couldn't have paid this for them. You know, They're 50 bucks right now. And I'm like, I need a pair. That's I craziness. have like no tread on the bottom of mine and I'll wear them out and in. And I'm like, I need a new pair. Like legit need a new pair. And I'm like, I'm not paying 50 bucks for them. That's not going to happen. But then I tried to, I tried on a pair of like generic ones. Mm-hmm. Cut it out, boy. My indoor In the name Crocs, of Uncle that's Joey. the reason why they're indoor Crocs because they have no tread. And because I have hardwood floors and sometimes I end up sliding around. That's just how worn they are. But anyway, real quick. Um, first, it's how shoes always. And then, you know, at this time of year, you need to put some socks on those feet inside of those shoes. Right. So yeah. that's, again, the next layer of defense. So I'm not there quite yet. They're getting there. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. I, I, you know, do you think that we kind of helped with the light situation or do you think we confused everybody more well i'm not going to ask them to tell us i'm going to go with we helped <laughs> <laughs> they say don't ask a question you don't want the answer for yeah it's my hope that we helped and then it's my hope that they'll join us next week where we go further when it comes to starting your plants your seeds indoors because we're going to talk about Things you need to do to be successful. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, starting seeds is, is to me, 
when I started starting seeds in the house, that was weird to say. When I started starting seeds, that was real weird. Um, that man is a game changer for me and the connection to the garden. Aww. I think. Nope, 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 nope. You're what? not going to do it. No, no, no. Do what? No. You're not going to pull it out of me. I'm going to oh. stay. My eyes are going to stay dry. I'm going to stay focused. We're going to close out this episode. Um, and that's that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. If you could do me a favor, share this show on your social media so everybody can find it. And uh, on that note, check our links below. And uh, we love you guys. Hope you guys go out and get you some lights in the Amazon link below. Seed starting section. There's the grow lights that we both use. And tell them something good. See ya. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens TV. Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. Over on our website, BackyardGardensTV.com. And then we have Patreon at Backyard Gardens. And don't forget to check out our links below to help the show. Thank you so much for joining us as we learn to grow and grow for change. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. If you guys want some Backyard Gardens gear, go to the link below and check out our t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and other gear. All purchases go towards helping to support the show, so thank you so much in advance, and we hope you enjoy. We want everybody to have a garden, and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck! We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners.